You, it's the Average White Fan Podcast, and I am your Average White Fan, Scott Elmore. Thank you for joining me. It's been a couple of weeks. I took some time off for the holidays. Ate too much, watched some ball, and broke a toe. But I'm back at it. We got the trade deadline looming in a few weeks. We've got 10-day contracts happening. We've got contracts being guaranteed, and we've got the G League going. So it's time to talk about what teams need to do, how they need to do it, and why they need to do it. So this is going to be the first part of a three-parter I'm going to do where I'm going to talk about what needs to happen now. So we're going to look at the present, then we're going to look at the past a little bit, and then we're going to look at the future, right? So it's almost like the the uh, Christmas carol, right? Goes to Christmas present, past and future. That's kind of how we're going to do it. So let's get started with the teams I think don't really need to do much of anything, right? These are contenders. They're pretty good. And I don't think there can be any real improvement without them playing with the sauce a little too much. So we're going to start with the Celtics. If you've been watching ball at all, you know they're coming together. They're doing their thing. I didn't see it happening, but they are gelling. They're playing good D. There's a little drop-off with the second team, but I don't think there's really any improvement to be had without giving up an important piece. So I think they hold tight. I'm very I'm very hesitant to talk about them as being a good team because I am a Lakers fan, but they did their thing and they got a little lucky. The Nuggets are another team. Your defending champions look good. They're still playing with flow. They're still gelling and playing really good team ball. If somebody's off tonight, somebody else picks up the slack. Christian Brown, Brown, I don't know. It's, it's spelled like Brown. I don't know why he says Brown, but anywho. He's good. He seems to have stepped up in the absence of Bruce Brown. Michael Porter Jr. is playing better this year. Everyone seems to be in the flow. They got a really good coach. The organization is strong, so hang tight. I don't think you need to do much of anything. The Sixers, on the other hand, I I think they're going to stand pat, and it's fine. I'm good with that. They're not a really good rebounding team. Now, to have Joel Embiid, you would think that they could rebound, but he's one guy. So if there was one move, and this is going to be a slight tweak, this isn't going to be as exciting as the rest of the ones we're going to talk about, but if there was one move for them to make, I would say reach out to Detroit, right? They're, they're, they're in the death spiral right now, right? We know they're not going to. I think they've, tonight is 110, January 10th. They've won three games. So let's kind of, let's see what parts we can find up there. I think, Bringing James Wiseman down to work with Nick Nurse could be fun to watch. We all know Nurse is making the difference there. And Kevin Knox, throw him in. Fine, maybe he'll do something for you. And send Marcus Morris up, up north, right? I, I don't know how the Morris twins stay employed like this, but they do. Good for them. You know, keep getting the back. But Pistons get a vet. Maybe somebody can, you know, sharpen them a little bit. And the Sixers get some rebounding and maybe wind up turning James Wiseman into a serviceable backup. So those are the three teams I think can stay put with what they've got and excel and and be contenders. This next group is going to be the group that needs a little pinch of salt, right? They, They just need a little something extra to take them over the top. Maybe not to a championship, but this is going to take them another round uh, of the playoffs, maybe a better seed, something like that. We're going to start up in Milwaukee. 
they gave up their best perimeter defender when they traded Drew Holiday. That was going to bite them in the ass when they had to play Boston. So their defenses suck, right? especially perimeter defense. Guards have been having a field day. Guys are going to get contracts off of their games against the, the Bucks this season. So they need perimeter defender because Dame Lillard is not a defensive guy. I say reach out to the Clippers, right? They've got guys that you're going to hear me talk about the Clippers a lot because they've got guys on the bench that should be playing elsewhere. They've got a lot of parts laying around. So reach out. Let's bring Bones Highland into Milwaukee. I think what he did for the Nuggets last season before he got traded, I think he could be huge for that team up in Milwaukee this season. He can defend. He's super athletic. He can move to the rim, much like Giannis. And next to some of the old guys on that squad, I think he could be a real asset. Clips can pick up Ty Ty Washington, who, honestly, he's young. You don't know what you got there. Bones is more of a known entity. And maybe you give him Bochamp. I mean, it's, it's low money. This team is built to win now, and Marjan is more of a project. He's going to take a couple years to develop, and he's not going to get any playing time behind these guys. So let him fly free. It's the last call for a lot of these these guys on the bus. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time. You've got Middleton, who got a big contract. It would be great to deal him, but you're not going to at this point in the season. Nobody's going to eat that, that uh, money. So that's the best the bus are going to hope to do. Now, another interesting trade for the Clippers involves a team that I think is just a pinch of salt away in Oklahoma City. Now, the Thunder, all the Josh Giddy stuff has gone away. He seems to be, you know, coming out of this unscathed. SGA is playing really good ball. I have been a convert. I think he he does some interesting things, not just in the mid-range, but just in the way he is able to score. I think they could really benefit from a veteran presence. They don't have a lot of vets there. They have some really talented young players. The Jalens are really good. Chet is a surprisingly serviceable big man, but they're still getting out-rebounded. So let's go out to L.A. again, and let's bring in P.J. Tucker, the T.I. of the NBA, if you will. He's six four with the heart as a seven-foot killer. He can come in. He can give you the toughness. He can give you the experience. He can teach these guys how to be grown-ups out there. And he can grab rebounds. Let's face it, Chet gets beat up in there. P.J. is not going to go for that. And the Thunder can get him fairly cheap. Usman Ding, Trey Mann, send them out there. They can ride the bench just like P.J. is. I love P.J. Tucker, by the way. And I would love to see him go back to the Sixers from before. I just don't know if that's going to work for what they're doing. So I would have told, I would have said something about him sooner, but just don't think that's going to work. All right, another team, the Kings. Oh, they were the darling early on. They played well early, and then they kind of petered out around the time the end-season tournament started kicking up. They need a backup point guard, someone that can play D, someone that has some size. Devin Mitchell is good. He's serviceable. He's high energy, but he's small. And on this team, I think they're going to need a more defensive-minded guard who can come in with that second squad. I love Desumu from the Bulls, and you can basically just swap their contracts out. That would work. Another fun trade could be Thibel, Matisse Thibel coming from the Blazers, because that's a team that, you know, they're, they're, they'll take any call, any deal, they'll, they'll take some of that. 
And let's also get Chris Murray. We'll get the Murray brothers together. The twins, much more likable than the Morris twins. And both are still on rookie deals, I think. So that would be fun. Send JaVale McGee up to the Blazers. Let him play with DeAndre Ayton. That'll be a fun thing for him to learn a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Kings get that that backcourt. They've got other issues. I think this is the the really the only one they can address in season. The Timberwolves. Now, I have never been a big fan of Carl Anthony Towns. Big Cat has done better this year, but he's still a little more curious, he's still a little all over the place. But this is a team that's on the come up. I, I'm very impressed with them. I do think they need to find someone who can back up Mike Conley. He's not playing tonight and is due to rest. Conley is, a, is long in the tooth. He's, he's an old guy for the NBA. And at point guard on a team like this who can really get out and run and be physical, they're going to need somebody to back him up. So I would love to see them reach out to the Hawks and get DeJounte Murray. Now, his super defensive days have not been great with the Hawks, but nobody plays defense in Atlanta. Right, it's, it's that's just not what they do. But I think he still has it in him, and I think he's a nice change of pace. He has the length; he can still handle the ball, and I think he would be really good next to the physical play of Anthony Edwards. So I like that one. They could send Kyle Anderson and Jordan McLaughlin down there. McLaughlin's young; he might be good at some point. But this is a team that needs to kind of propel forward now, and slow mo. Atlanta could, could swallow that contract and probably deal him in the offseason. I like that trade, though. I, I like Anderson possibly even coming down here to Atlanta with some of the young players. So T-Wolves get a little younger, a little more defense, and the Hawks get a vet. Now, moving on, another Eastern Conference team, the Pacers. Now, we're all happy that Halliburton's injury is not serious, but what is serious is their need for defense. All right. They're, they're terrible defensively. They don't stop anyone. We saw it in the season tournament. Everyone's been talking about it, but I think the most important thing is for them to realize that not only do they need defense, they need some more size. Miles Turner winds up in foul trouble. Jalen Smith winds up hurt. We need someone inside who can really be a presence. Look no further than Brooklyn. Brooklyn could use an outside score. Uh, Buddy Heald is available, and I think he's redundant on this team in, in Indiana. Let's send him to Brooklyn. Let's bring Dennis Smith Jr. and Dayron Sharp, which is defensive presence, rebounding presence, and overall an intensity uh, that I don't think Buddy's going to give you. Plus, Buddy's got an inspiring contract, which is great to send to Brooklyn because they don't know what the hell they're going to do anyway. So let's, let's do that one. I like a Pacers-Blazers trade. I'm trying to get... Bible and Chris Murray the hell out of Portland. Honestly, I think their defense and their upside is going to be great for any team. But I think the Pacers could really work with that. I think Buddy in Portland with Scoot out there could be an interesting play too. Again, expiring contract, and then the Blazers get also a, a veteran presence to maybe play alongside some of the youth. And then the Pacers get some defense. I think that's going to be important for them. Now I want to go up to another team in New York. Let's look at the Knicks. Now, the Knicks and the Raptors have been dating already. They sent RJ, the Knicks did. They sent RJ Barrett and Emmanuel quickly up to Toronto. They're playing very well. They have great games against the Lakers, even though they lost. 
and OG is having a really good time in New York. I think they've been on a winning streak since he got there. Let's continue this. Let's continue. I think that was a win-win for both teams. Let's send Julius Randle up there and bring Siakam down. Pascal Siakam has been in a perpetual state of trade or signed to a huge extension for years now. I think it's time to pull the trigger on this. Both of these guys could use a fresh start. Julius Randle is not that guy who's going to lead your team, and he's not going to give up the ball enough for Jalen Brunson to lead the team. Right? You've got a real point guard in New York. It's time for him to be able to run the point. But Randall needs the ball in his hand. Siakam does not. Siakam can contribute on defense and not pout and cause trouble. So I'm very interested in that trade. Uh, another one that would be interesting, and this is a, a huge one I know, but uh, Pelicans and Knicks. Let's swap Zion and Julius Randall. Again, fresh start. Let's put Zion up here where he's not expected to be the savior, right? We've got Jalen Brunson. We've got Oju Ananobi. We've got DiVincenzo. We've got Josh Hart, Hartenstein. We've got guys there. And this is not a team that has all this history with him either. They can start over. And Julius Randle, let's send him down to New Orleans. Let's see what happens. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be anything different. So the Knicks need to move off of him. That brings me to the teams that are going to need more than just a little bit. Okay, these teams, they're not going to make a splash in the finals. They're probably not going to even make their conference finals, but they can improve not only their position in the playoffs, but this is a good time to improve and get ready for next year a little bit. So I'm surprised at how bad the Lakers are. Uh, I'm not surprised at how many Hawk is for the Heat, but they need to make moves as well. So let's do a little Lakers Heat play right now. Okay, Duncan Robinson for D'Angelo Russell. We know D'Angelo makes bad decisions. We also know that you need a point guard to make good decisions. So let's swap these guys. Duncan takes his shooting to L.A. If they ever get Gabe Vincent healthy, now they still have a point guard, and they have plenty of guys to handle the ball. Austin Reeves can handle the ball. LeBron can bring it up. You don't need D'Lo for that. And you get D'Angelo Russell going to Miami, heat culture. Let's see if it works. Let's see if he can be molded because I think he's at a point in his career where it's either, okay, you're going to be the guy or you're not. Let's figure it out. And I also like this one. D'Lo maybe for Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon going to the Lakers. That's an interesting idea to me because I think he could possibly give you a little bit of a stabilizing presence. He could shoot a little bit and he's not super expensive. So maybe do that. Let's send D'Lo up to the Blazers. He can run with Scoot a little bit, and then they'll let go of him after a year. Now, that takes me to the Mavs. Now, the Mavericks, there's going to be a cool Mavericks heat run here in a second. But let me tell you about the Mavs and the Nets, okay? It's time to bring Dennis Smith Jr. back home. He started out in Dallas. Let's bring him back. This is the team that needs defense. Dennis is playing strong D right now. I would love to see him out there. With the second squad, even playing with Luke on the court because he's short enough he can guard the other team's guard. And let's bring Derek Whitehead, Derek, Derek, however you say it. He was a dude guy. I still didn't figure it out. And let's send Maxi Kleber because he's not getting the run. He's not getting the minutes. Send him to uh, Brooklyn. Now you've got Whitehead, who is the heir apparent to Seth Curry, who is not getting any younger and not getting any healthier. And then you've got Kleba, who gives you some outside shooting from a big 
in Brooklyn, which they don't have with Claxton. He'll hit the occasional one, but he is not consistent. Then here comes my favorite. I'm not a fan of Kyrie and Luka together, especially now that Luka has gotten this bomb with Derek Lively. Let's send Kyrie to the Lakers. Yes, they talked about it for years. I think it actually makes some sense. Lakers need to score some. They've got plenty of defense, right? They could send D'Angelo to the Mavs, keep it offensive-minded, and send Rui to the Mavs. Can you imagine having Rui out there playing defense and he and Grant Williams harassing people? That would be a fun watch. Kyrie to the Heat. Let's see if he can deal with the pressure down there. And let's send Tyler Hero and Caleb Martin to the Mavs. Caleb Martin gives you defensive tenacity. Love to see him and Grant Williams playing there. Hero gives you another outside shooter, which is kind of what you needed with Whitehead when I said the Brooklyn trade. So Kyrie needs to go. It's not going to work there. It's time to move on from that. Just gave you two trades, Kyrie to the Lakers, Kyrie to the Heat. You get back more than what you're getting from Kyrie. Now, just because I'm in Atlanta, I'm going to do a couple of Atlanta trades. Not because I think they are a team that is uh, on the move, but I'm just a homer. I'm just going to be a homer on this. So Atlanta and Brooklyn. I'd love to find Bridges and Dinwiddie down there. I'd love to see them playing with some of these young guys that are playing for Atlanta now. A.J. Griffin, Jalen Johnson, Yassadiq Bay out there. They've got some young talent. Let's see what they do. And we send Trey Young to Brooklyn. Give him the New York lights. Let him have all the pub up there. Because the Trey Young experiment needs to be over in Atlanta. He doesn't make other players better. Atlanta and Chicago might be able to work out a little something. Let's do Lonzo Ball and the Sumu to Atlanta. True point guard, defender, and and good wing player for Trey Young. Send Trey up to Chicago. Let them get that scoring point guard. He and DeRozan can light it up. But I just think we need a shakeup here in Atlanta. And this is probably the only way you're going to be able to do it because no real contender is going to take on that Trey Young contract. All right, that's the trades I'm talking about. Now, there's a few teams that are going to stand pat, not because it's going to improve them or anything, but I didn't talk about Utah, the Wizards, the Nets. I talked about the Nets a little bit, but these are more trades helping someone else. They are where they are this year. The Bulls, they are where they are. You got San Antonio, Portland, and Charlotte. I don't see them making a lot of moves, mainly because they've got young squads that they're building. They're not going to be good this year, and they're not going to be any better making weird trades. Then you've got the old heads. Golden State, this is their curtain call. Nothing's going to help that team. They haven't developed young talent, and I don't think they're going to be able to overcome the shortcomings of Klay Thompson this year. And the Suns, they are where they are. They went all in with their starting five. They can't seem to stay on the floor together. And I don't think they have a good coach. So not much to do there. And good teams, good teams. There, there are good teams like the Magic and the Rockets. They don't need to tinker with that. They're, they're doing good things there. So let's not play with that. Let's let this season ride. I'll get more into them in the future podcast. But for now, let's just say the Magic and the Rockets stay the course, 1,000 points of life. So there you have it. I've got contenders, Nuggets, Celtics, Sixers. Hang with what you got. Dance with the one you brought to the dance. And then I've got Bucks. i got Thunder, Kings, T-Wolves, Pacers, Knicks. They can all do a little something to have a real impact on this season. They just need to listen to the average white fan. And Lakers, Heat, Mavs, 
Let's see if they're willing to shake it up and really, really go for it in the second half of the season and, and try to make something happen. So that's it for this episode. Coming up on the next installment, we're going to talk about the past for some of these teams. How did they get to where they are this season? Let's really look organization-wise, coach-wise, player-wise. Let's just take a look at it. We're going to take a step back say, hmm, how did we get here? And then the third installment is going to come out probably next week. We're going to talk about the future. How do they fix this? What's in store for not just this season, but seasons to come? Once again, I appreciate you checking out the podcast. Remember to like it, follow it, rate it. Shoot me an email at averagewhitefan at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at averagewhitefan. Let me know what you'd like to hear. Any topics you think I'm, I'm missing. And as always, if you disagree, I want to hear it. So, till next time, enjoy the basketball.